0: Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network.
1: My mom says I'm cool.
0: Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found.
2: Hello, hello, welcome everybody. It is Thursday, another special episode for It's Go Time with James and Jay. Uh, Today is actually Wednesday, we're recording this, and it is NBA Draft Day. So we're going to spend a little bit of time on the draft, kind of throwing our two cents, which isn't a lot. Uh, You know, a lot of the names, there's a couple big names, and then it kind of falls off the cliff from there. So we'll kind of just see how the draft uh, goes as far as order Obviously, talk about the Celtics. I mean, I don't really
1: think it's going to be draft order. I think it's going to be more surrounding what's going on with the draft, because I think this draft kind of sucks to begin yes, with. Yes, no, um, They really said it's the top two players, and that's it. But I think it's the more conversation around the draft and the free trades. agency and the trades, all that stuff that's happened since our last show. But anyway, guys, welcome. Sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee holidays are right around the corner. So why don't you head over to get deadly.com and get some of that fantastic coffee locally brewed at uh, brood, uh, uh, roasted here and there in Connecticut. Uh, so check it out, get deadly.com and locally but, uh,
2: brewed in your home. So
1: there you go. Even better. There you go. Holidays are around the corner, you know, wake up the Christmas morning a little deadly grounds coffee to get you through the, 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 the morning rush as well as Thanksgiving, you know, nothing sounds better than that. But anyway, yeah, the draft is tonight. Well, you know we're like so we're recording this Wednesday afternoon. Um, the Celtics have five picks in the two rounds they have. Um, none of the picks are good. The picks suck uh, unless you have the top, you know, three picks in the draft or top four. Even um, you, there's nothing there that you want. I think even top five. If I'm wrong, the U, this USC kid is the is predicted to go number five. Correct.
2: Yep. The yeah. Like I said, to be honest with you, like you said, there's about three popular names like uh, and, you know, for whatever reason, LaMelo Ball is one of the top names. And I guess he played in, in Australia or New Zealand or wherever he played. So didn't get to see him on the college uh, stage, which is totally fine. I, I I agree. Kid wanted to get paid, do something a little different. But um, and that's kind of where a whole nother conversation. College is really going anyway. Uh, but there's three big names, Wiseman, Anthony, and uh, Ball are all, I think, the top three. Um, and then from that point on, it's a lot of role players. And again, you have a lot of teams that are don't need role players. They actually need stars because they're bad. But once you get into past 15, you just need a 3 and D guy. And, and somebody sit on your bench, and that's fine because... That's okay because you let them grow and, and whatever. And obviously we will go talk about the Celtics. We have a lot of those already on our team. And now we have what whole, three, the, more, the whole... three more to go.
1: So Well, but yeah, and this goes to the conversation last week we had about Danny Age and getting off his ass and making some fucking moves. It's you know, it, it, it's it's ridiculous. Like he hoards these first round draft picks like they're gold and they're not. First round draft picks in the NBA are freaking. Useless unless you're in the top two or three. You're not getting a star this year. You, you, you he just waited and waited and waited and waited, and just sat on these picks. And the more you look back on it, I think the farther you get away from that Brooklyn deal where he got those th- four first round draft picks for you know table scraps, which he just uh, just destroyed that trade with the Nets with. It looks more and more like a bad deal. It's you know yeah, you got Tatum and you got Brown fantastic that other pick went to Kyrie who burned his way out of town and then what did you do with the other one Uh, traded it like to get more first round draft picks and more first round draft picks first it just I don't see what he's doing he's hoarding these picks like they're they're bitcoins and they're going to be worth something in the future like after tonight they're worthless you know you had capital with these first round draft picks before the lottery like trade it before the lottery. Because you literally were holding on the Sacramento pick last year was supposed to be really good. Sacramento had right. a good season, screwed you up. Yep. Um, you then had what, Same Memphis. Same thing with Memphis. You know, had a great season, messed that up. That was supposed to be a top five pick, possibly lottery pick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, bottle your three pick. I know, I know the rumor Mills have been burning, churning all night, all week, that he's been trying to get into the top five. He wants to get that kid out of USC. That's his goal. That's the guy he wants. And he's trying to package... All three of those picks to move up, and if I'm an, if I'm in that top five, I'm looking at Danny H being like, "No, your picks are garbage. Like you want you want the number five draft pick? Give me Marcus Smart. Give me give me somebody else. Give me Jalen Brown. Give me you know Tatum. Give me something. <laughs> if you want this pick, your your picks are useless. Like just yeah. don't. Yeah. And trust me, That's that kid
2: a, from USC is not better than Brown or Tatum. Facts. Maybe Smart." Maybe smart. Maybe. um, Yeah, maybe like offensively,
1: but uh, I don't know. Smart's got that it, it factor. Um, Yeah, no. So for me, like Danny Ange, by like I said, for, for me, if he doesn't do anything and he physically drafts with these three first round draft picks, where the hell are they going to put him? You have the main red claws completely full of first round draft picks. You have no room on your bench. You can't stash anymore internationally. What is he doing with these picks? And if I'm management, if I am freaking Celtics ownership and he doesn't do anything with these picks and he just drafts more Robert Williams, Langford, these players who haven't done anything. I'm sorry, Danny, there's the fucking door. Like, thank you for your time. Thank you for doing everything you did. Thank you for the one championship in fucking 30 years that you've been the general manager of the re- the, 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 the Bruins Bru- Celtics, <laughs> the Celtics. Sorry, those, those teams at least won and changed man, general managers in the last 20 years. Thank you. But, like, dude, I, I'm done. If he does nothing with these picks, I'm done with Danny Age. And it, it, you know what that basically means? That means Danny Age and Wally in uh, uh, West Grossbook are okay being a middler in the Eastern Conference because everybody else has gotten better and they've blown up their teams. They've made tough choices, tough decisions to make their teams better. To win championships or to contend. His big thing is, well, we've been in the final four or three of the last four years. Fantastic. That means absolutely nothing when you have eighteen fucking banners in your goddamn rafter. You want you want the next one? Blow it up. Trade your draft picks. Do something because your team isn't going anywhere. And if you want Jason you want Jason Tatum to stay, you gotta start winning more because being getting bounced in the Eastern Conference final at the long term means absolutely shit.
2: Right. So with that all said, the again, I'm sick and tired of hearing the trajectory of the five year plan or whatever it may be, because we started that that when Brad Stevens came on board, we started getting those younger draft picks and going, all right, great. It's a young team. We brought Kyrie in. What a mistake that was uh, overall, kind of shook up the whole roster as far as just like where everybody's mental capacity was at dealing with him. But it just was like, all right. So now we have a window, right? We extended Brown. You're going to extend Tatum because it's kind of the easy thing to do, and that's kind of what everyone does. Why hasn't it happened does.
1: yet? Why well, hasn't that, it happened yet? That should have happened by now. Which we were going to extend them with Tatum. You have the cap him.
2: Yeah. Well, after the, I think this is the season that they would extend them the next four years, right? This or is at least this three. is the
1: off season last year they did it for Brown.
2: So well. Again, because he's going to get a Supermax deal. They're going to have to try to figure out the money. They're trying to figure out exactly... I think we talked about it before the show started, even with Gordon. Like, he has a very big price tag, and it's actually better for the Celtics to, like you mentioned, sign and trade. Because if he opts out, it's not like we're getting that money back. We're actually in a in a worse situation if he leaves. Yeah, we have like
1: dead cap room or something like that.
2: Right, so that is not good. I want Gordon to sign back up and then be traded and if a likely suitor may be Indianapolis. Anyway, I digress. But with Tatum, we're going to get him through the first 7 years, but that's so that's it. So 3 or 4 more years left to Tatum. If we can't figure this shit out now, it ain't happening cuz Tatum's pr- most likely going to leave uh after that 7 year cuz he's only going to be 26, 27. In the prime yeah, of his career. Like right, in the prime of his career.
1: And, and you're going to have Los Angeles knocking, and you're going to have you're gonna bigger have... markets, better markets.
2: Correct. So that that's the scary part. And we mentioned this in previous shows, that their time has already kind of passed, right? Last year, the, the bubble year, uh, or this last season, was really the one that I was like, if it doesn't happen now, I have no idea what the landscape's going to look like over the next three or four years. I don't, you know, that's why... For the future of the Celtics, I don't care that he gets a lot of draft picks because that's what we now need. If we're looking five years past, if it doesn't happen over the next two or three seasons, we're f- the Celtics are fucked. And you're like you said, Danny Ainge is out, and now we're really fucked. And then now we have all these draft picks that are going to be all young, and we're going to have to go through a whole rebuilding once Tatum and Brown finally leave after well, three or that, four
1: that, years. That was the whole thing is I, I, I just don't and, – and I always go back to – Prior, you know, right after those bridge years with Isaiah Thomas, with the scrappy young, um, yeah, you like you like that you like that team, you like no, they were I didn't with? like them no. because I wanted them just to suck and just be bad and <laughs> and just you know go through. You know, it's the same thing we can say the Patriots are doing like right now. You, I hate bridge seasons. I hate them. Either suck and get better or win. Like especially for teams in Boston, where you have the money, these organizations have the money. They just use spend it fucking poorly. You know, it's like you know, it's like if they were gonna have a bridge year, you know. And again, they over they over produced every year. Those years, mm-hmm. they got deep into the playoffs. They got to the finals a couple times. They drove the Cavs to seven one year, the year they should have won and beat the Cavs and gone to the finals and got the ass kicked by the Warriors. Um, but you know, they just overperformed, and that's the problem. Like you said, you get these picks. They're at the bottom of the draft. Now, like you don't need bottom. Anything past 16 is garbage. 15 is garbage. And that's all you're getting with. And that's all this draft.
2: Anything past five is garbage. It's all role players after that. But you got to
1: be planning for the
2: 22, 23 season. I've already been scouting some of these younger kids uh, playing. You know, he, and that's what I'm any I'm, age like these guys I'm, age, the I'm looking at that.
1: I'm looking at that and I'm literally being like, I'm gonna give you my first two round draft picks this year for your first round draft pack next year. Like just take get get them off my hand because you have so much talent. You have so much talent in Maine, it's stupid. They destroyed the minor leagues last year. They had like the best record, and yep. you know, they were wiping the floor with some of these players. It was freaking ridiculous i'm sitting here watching you know watching these scores you literally have a team of first round draft picks as your developmental league like you can't rely on that you can't because like i said eventually those players are going to get picked up by other teams who need these role players and they've literally sat in maine and just developed and developed and developed and you have a log jam already in Boston with first round draft picks that are still developing, but they're just like a little bit better than the people in Maine. So, again, eventually you got to break up this log jam by trading some of these players and opening that up a little bit. Well, and, and, and by doing some of that is you get rid of these draft picks so you're not having five new players enter your system tonight.
2: And here's the problem with all these draft picks and all these young players that we've accumulated is that. I mean, even look at Tatum. Kind of came out of the box, ready to go. Jalen took about two or three years to really sprout
1: and really, you know, show. show Robert what Williams he, is a joke. He hasn't really shown up. He showed sparks in the playoffs, but he's he th- 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 that that's his ceiling. A lot of these people already on the starting lineup for the Celtics are on already in the in the in, in the pros. Their ceiling, you've already seen it. You saw it with the bubbles. Like you saw a lot of these Celtics players reach their ceiling. What else are you going to get out of them next year? When either you're not in a bubble format, you are in a bubble format. Or when they actually get back in front of fans and they can't you can't produce in cities that have, you know, the ref issue coming back in there like it's I, it's just I don't know. I, it's well, just, it's the Celtics maybe. So, like mad. I said, even if they
2: draft and do whatever they need to do to get these younger players there, and I, it's just the problem is you're still three or five years out. And like I have mentioned, like we Tatum and Brown are on a ticking clock here, and that's. I think the God honest truth, I really don't think Tatum's going to be a Celtic for life. Unfortunately, I love the guy. I want him to stay same with Brown. But eventually they're going to get to a point and kind of see the landscape of what's happening. I mean, Jesus, look what's happening in Houston. It's a fucking dumpster fire because they loaded it. Because 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 also James Harden is a dumpster fire. Right. The whole the whole mechanism, what they were trying to do in Houston became a dumpster fire. They win a lot and that's it great, you know, but they can't produce, and you know, when it comes down to.
1: Well, at the end of the, series the, end of the of day, playoffs. who's taking that last? Who's going to take that last shot?
2: Right. You so have too
1: many, you have too many superstars and egos on a team and they don't know how to take a step back.
2: Right. And none of these guys that are coming in, like I, we, I keep saying that they're all just role players and they will be for the rest of their almost careers. The problem is what you're seeing now coming out, it's going to take four or five years to really actually get them to be worth a damn. That's the problem with the NBA just because they come out so early. It takes a long time to develop. It's very rare that you see this young guy out of nowhere just become a superstar. I mean, Lucas one Trey, Trey young is one, you know, these, there are some, but they're on the shittiest teams that they're still trying to, we're not that team. We don't have that pick. So we have to kind of wait, wait, wait. And that's the problem. Like you said, dump these picks, make a trade. The problem is, Who's that guy? I'm assuming if we really get rid of Gordon, send him to Indiana with three picks. God, I hope it's Oladipo. But I'm like, I don't know how
1: much does that help us. Like, no, I think he- I think they're saying Miles Turner is the one that's been associated. Oh, it's to get with a big, pick.
2: yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense because I think Oladipo says I want to stay in Indiana, but it Miles Turner would make because, sense. See, it's a
1: it's contract year. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh, having a big man probably makes sense for this team for sure. Uh, I've seen miles Turner to play a lot, uh, trying to figure out how, I don't know, I guess he's just a, a lot better version or just a way older version of Robert Williams in my book. I mean, I think he's if better I'm Celtics overall, but tonight,
1: he's... tonight everybody's available except Jaden Tatum and Brown. Everybody's available. Walker Hayward. Everybody is available tonight except for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, because if those are the two players you want to build around, you need to build around them. You can't build around fucking Marcus Smart. You can't build around Kemba Walker. You got to build around these two kids, and you got to do it now. And if that means you got to get rid of Smart to do that, get rid of Smart that and get rid of Walker and do whatever you need to do. But, like, those are the two people you should be focusing on. Yeah, to I be honest, this get... whole
2: draft is a bunch of Marcus Smart's.
1: Th- great, then tra- trade out of it and trade Marcus Smart. Like, I mean, for me, I think Marcus Smart should go anyway, um, just because I think there's a huge leadership ish void in that locker room. Um, and I think Marcus Smart is the wrong person to have a voice in there. Uh, yeah, great. You dude, You're awesome. You're a fantastic defensive player. Sure. Keep shooting the three ball until somebody you hit two in a row and then go from there. But like you. Has there been any good suitor for Marcus Smart? Dude, I would I would pay him, I would trade him for a bag of peanuts right now just to get him off the roster. You have you and the problem is you have a divided locker room and he's part of it. Like I said, you have to make a choice. Are you supporting Brown and Tatum or are you supporting Smart? You gotta choose. You can't you can't be on the fence. You can't you got you, the 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 organization needs to pick one. And if you pick Smart, Tatum's gone and Brown's gone. Well, oh, back up I,
2: again, you. Who is the leader of the locker room? Who is this between? Is it between Brown and Tatum and Smart? Like, is there the divide there?
1: I, I Well, supposedly after the, the blow up in the Eastern Conference finals reported by Gary Washburn, the camp really is Marcus Smart v. Tatum Brown.
2: Oh, okay. So they're
1: – well, again, because
2: based on the demeanor and what I see from Tatum – as only being 22, I could see why he's lacking that leadership quality. Uh, Cause I could see it on his face on the court. I mean, he's very passive and Marcus is not. So I could see why there's a, a riff there. Um, and then Brown is, I would assume Brown just being he, he seems like a leader, but probably just in, in other worldly things <laughs> than just a locker room. He's just a leader in general, but I, I'm surprised he's not, more vocal and being more of a leadership role. I think you're asking a guy yeah. way too young to be a leader. And, and very well, someone, someone
1: needs to Kevin, Kevin Garnett's not walking through that door. Paul Pierce isn't walking through that door. For, that NBA has I mean, gone. Isaiah anyway, that NBA is gone. Door.
2: Anyway, there it's, it's going to be a young guy going to be the leader it has
1: to be. So, you know, I understand Jason Tatum, it, it, it Ky, Kyrie's in the ear of Jason Tatum. I know Tatum spent a lot of time with Kobe, Um, prior to his passing you know I mean I'm not a fan of Tatum having you know the Duke connection with you know Kyrie and them being buddy buddy and stuff because I think Kyrie is a poison and that's I think we'll we'll transition to that next topic because there's been a lot of movement a lot of rumor mongering but this the Celtics need to do something and they have to make a choice soon and I think the we'll wait and we'll wait and see mentality of the Celtics is done, gone. You can't you shit or get off the pot. Yeah. And I, I, I
2: 100% agree that we need to move from these. Because you
1: had, you, 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 you had an opportunity to get Drew Holiday, a perfectly fine opportunity to get Drew Holiday. You had a perfectly good opportunity to get uh, Kyrie uh, um, Kawhi when he was looking to get out of San Antonio. You didn't want to do anything there. You didn't want to do anything with Drew Holiday. You need That's to make okay. an offer for al- you know okay. for I'm not for Davis. Not worried about Drew Holiday you know, at all. Um, you know you 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 had an opportunity to get um Chris Paul maybe uh, would have been a good uh good piece. No, Chris Paul's a shell of him former self, and I'm all set with him. Um, stay out west. Just you're fine. Just you'll go go enjoy Phoenix. <laughs> um, I don't want any. I don't want anything from the Thunder. I don't want their scraps anymore. I think it just shows the thunder struck lightning in a bottle. And I, I'll take we'll Lou go. Dort. I'll take Lou Dort. Um, I Marcus think is smart for Lou Dort, I, Dort all day. Hey, I, I'm going to defer on you. That's a good pick. But like I said, <laughs> Danny had Danny had the in on getting Antonio De, uh, AD. He had the in. He, he, he every single player that got traded in the last three years, the last three years, the Celtics had a better package if they packaged it correctly. All right, so um, we got Anthony Davis. We have to give up Jalen Brown. Dodd. Bye. Here, and you want my picks? There you go. Anything else you want? You want, yeah, you but want, the, you want like but the, but the problem
2: w- flooring? We wouldn't have re signed him. He would have left. And
1: then we just got rid of Brown and uh, I, lost again, Davis. That's a for, fucking for, for bull, me, bullshit trade. For me, looking back, you know, hindsight being 2020 and the hearsay, uh, I'd rather take Anthony Davis in the playoffs this past year than Jalen, uh, anybody on the Celtics. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Anthony Davis came to play on a winning team. Especially how weak the East was the second the Bucks were gone. You don't think Anthony Davis would have been a turning point in any of the series that we had in against Toronto? Do you think we would have gone seven games against Toronto? Do you think we would have lost the sixth to Miami? Jalen Brown was a great piece and he helped us win. He wasn't the reason we won. So, like I said, are you tell me it was Jalen Brown and three first round draft picks for AD or Kawhi, and that gave us another championship. I'm sorry. I will sacrifice a two years of us rebuilding for one more championship right now, because like I said, if 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 uh, Grossbe- uh, West Grossback is mantra is the one thing I care about is having one more championship than Los Angeles. You lost because they're the favorites to win it again next year, and they're going to be the favorites to win it for the next five years because of what they're what they're building in Los Angeles. You have trouble signing players. You sign someone that the coach loved and had a great relationship with. And then the Celtics ruined that relationship to a point where Gordon was like, I'm all set now in Boston Bye." like, no one wants to come to Boston because you don't have a winner's mentality because of the crap they pull. Like it just, there's, you know, in the thing you hear from the Celtics all the time is, well, we're just going to let them develop. We're going to let them develop. We're going to let them develop. We're going to let them develop. Okay. You, again, have been developing this team for four years. You've gotten to the Eastern Conference four, three times out of that four years, and you still don't have enough to get over the hump. And you've literally had the same group of people those four years. Those three years, sorry. What is the one thing that had the constant here? They haven't done enough to get over the hump, and they just sit on assets, and they don't want to pu- push anybody out to of town. I'm sorry as a, as a new England sports fan in the last 20 years, I'm greedy. I want more championships. I want more because the sad part is the team is there. You have the assets to go sign these players to go get them. I don't care if it's a rental. I don't care. Whatever it is. Danny Ainge, get off your ass and make a deal to make this team better. And what do you,
2: what do you, what was the pink hat term green teamer? Is that, is that what you green are? Green teamer.
1: That's, that's you. I, for me, I don't follow the Celtics enough to like, I, when I, when I get into Celtics, it's like Easter conference finals and finals. I'll listen to them. Like say, I listen to sports talk radio regardless, regardless. And I'll listen to Felger and Maz and, you know, Scalabrini and all those people talk about it. And if there's a big game on, I normally like kind of tune in for a little while, but you know, you can watch the last two minutes of a basketball game and know exactly what's happening. Cause that's, really where it really matters um i just i just feel in a city that in a high pressure city sports city that we live in being doing nothing is the kiss of death and especially now with the the bruins the the patriots coming down to earth the red sox just fiery crash into the ground yeah and the bruins being the bruins the celtics have an unbelievably great opportunity to be the number one team in boston again and them doing nothing and keep getting bounced in the finals the eastern conference finals doesn't do anything to build a fan base because it's like you turn in, you know who you turn into hmm. turn into the fucking colts who is
2: in Boston, who's who? Who do you think is taking the throne as being like the most popular, best player in all four sports? Tatum. That's that's that... it's Tatum. Argue it, it's Tatum. So, but but here's the
1: sad part: is that's sad. Between Why? All, the, all, all, he was all
2: NBA third teamer as 22 years old. That's a, <laughs> It speaks for itself.
1: Third teamer, not first teamer. Third team, okay. Top fifteen in the NBA. What? What else? What? What do you want? I'm just like at his said, position, almost number one. I'm just saying in the the, the the city of Boston, if Jason Jason Tatum is now your go to, if you think of the city of Boston, that's who you think of. I still think he's overshadowed by players who played here. If you think of Boston, you're not thinking of Jason Tatum as a current player. As the as the symbol of all four sports teams, yeah, I, but it's and, crazy, it, right? It, it, I mean, in, 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 in realistically, do you believe, do you believe that that's, that's true or no? Oh, I do believe it's true. I just I can't believe do you think it's that a sad is state of case. affairs. It, it just hundred percent sad.
2: It it, it kind of shows where the Red Sox are getting rid of Mookie Betts because he would have been the guy, in my opinion. Right? I would say like
1: Bogarts, it, but like Bogarts is like two, but it's like a big gap between one and two. Yeah. And then you could say Bergeron or Chara. But again, hockey is such a niche niche sport. You you that they don't think of. Oh, Boston! I think of the Bruins. No, when you think of Boston, you think of New England. You think of the Patriots. You think of the Red Sox. Or you think of the Celtics. Sure, like that's that's who you think of. So out of those three teams, I mean, maybe Cam Newton now because it's he's the he's the guy. But like again, you still think of him because he's the it's the most
2: popular sport, uh, and he's the exactly. figurehead of the sport of that team. I, guess. I just. I but, could be but, Belichick. But again, goes. You think Belichick still he could be the guy? Is that what
1: you think yeah. about? Who knows? Well, it, it's 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 just you're you're right. It's a sad state of affairs. And again, no offense to Jason Tatum, but when you have Jason Tatum as the the dynamic player in Boston, as the of all four sports, all your teams are struggling. Yeah, teams. Yeah, all of them. Right. It's. It, I mean,
2: it's not a, It's not an actual knock on the Celtics and being that it's Tatum. It's just like, what are the other three sports doing? Uh, or but when you talked about who's coming to Boston, well, it's it's a. It looks like a a huge Boston problem, not just a Celtic problem. So, uh, cause...
1: would you rather be in Los Angeles where it's sunny and eighty? Yeah, I, I think we. Days I, out of the year. I think
2: we. I think we did talk about that for sure, especially if I was a young or Miami or person York, making a lot even of money. New York, yeah, which New York is a, it's a dumpster fire too. So, I will. I will crazy. always. I,
1: the, the one thing I always love is when when they did the la- the lottery pick, and you saw Zion Williams' face drop when he was going to New Orleans and not the Knicks. <laughs>
2: so I mean. But being that said, and and that's why we kind of touched on it earlier, is like in in Tatum's probably lifespan here, it could be short, and that's what I'm kind of worried about because he is a top 15 player. He will be a second-team guy or a first-team guy very soon. He's not even in his prime. He's still five years away from his prime. So with all that said, it's like this is the time. So I'm agreeing with you to say – dump the roster figure this out but i don't want to draft a guy i want a guy and if it's miles turner i want someone awesome. established yes awesome that's fine but then you still need six through nine to figure this shit out because of how the east is being built and now we can transition to what the nets are doing or could do and what milwaukee just did the other day like in miami ain't going anywhere
1: so I'm like, holy exactly. hell! And, and you <laughs> like, have your six through nine already on the bench, and then you still have twelve players in Maine that are equally as good to be your six to nine if they have the chance to be to make it to the to, to the to the to the show. Like, you know, I'd love and, to be and, in a spot and,
2: where Gordon Hayward and Marcus Smart are on my bench, ready to come in. I just need that other 100%. third or fourth guy to take. You know, Miles Turner. Fuck. I mean, you got Kemba, it would be, it would be wonderful. Obviously we'd probably lose one of those guys to get him here, but that's okay. I, I agree. I, I like Marcus Martin for all that he does, but if I had to lose him to get Miles Turner and to get, I don't know, to the finals, uh, that'd be great. But I think it's just a tough sled anyway, with what golden state's going to come back with, with what my, what the Lakers are doing the Suns actually made some moves, and they're gonna they're not gonna be a contender, but they're gotten better. Uh OKC has the brightest future because they just have they're they're becoming Celtics 2.0, where they're just All the getting, draft
1: picks they have. Yeah, with
2: all the draft picks, and Presty's just like, Jesus Christ. And same with Oklahoma City, but at least Oklahoma City has Zion. I'm not getting into your argument now, you but mean Z- New Orleans? Yeah, New Orleans, sorry. So Zion. Versus Tatum, who might have the brighter future? I don't know. Not going to answer that question today. But Zion's got a future that's going to be built around him, but he still needs those those other players that are substantial in the league, veterans, to actually make that team worth a damn.
1: And like I mean, said, you you were talking about the Nets, and the rumors from the Nets is like good, good. I want to see that Nets team burn because if they get harden like they're supposedly they want to get that team is going to implode unbelievably fast that I'm going to get popcorn and watch because uh Durant wants him, Kyrie doesn't. So who is now the leader of that team? Is it Kyrie or is it Durant?
2: Uh, and, and t- I just don't see and AD Asher I don't, it, as the, I don't as, think as the coach. I just don't think it's going to happen. I I think it's just a lot of ban you know, s- fodder and talk to, to make people like us talk about it. And I'm like, fuck it. No, it ain't going to happen. Houston's not going to let it happen. For I don't care what f- Nets have. And to be honest, Nets are better off if they don't get them. Cause I think Nash is a smart guy to be like, I, there's only one ball, man. Uh, I- how the f- he won't even be able to figure that out. Like they can't even figure it out in Houston. So, and there's only two guys, well, one and a half, in my opinion. So, like you said, go ahead, go there, let it burn. I just think it's fodder. I don't think it's real. I think it's just talk, and it's just letting us perpetuate this narrative that I don't think is true. I could be shut up very quickly and then make it happen, but I just don't see it. Not in this world. Not in this universe. Yeah, like no, I, I, just, I see I just... what actually happened with um, Milwaukee. They got a hell of a lot better, and that's scary. (laughs) So now I'm like, yeah, but yeah,
1: because they 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 got a true number two with, uh, 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 Giannis. Um, you know, Drew Holiday is a good number two. Um, I think you know they unloaded some cap for space way to get to him. But again, Milwaukee got better. They didn't get worse. That trade did not make them worse. They made them better. And then the Celtics now are sitting still. And like I said, like you said, there are. But not even a Drew team Holiday. In front of them?
2: You mentioned that Drew Holiday, but I was like, the biggest picture was Bodon Bodanovich. Where, the, why the fuck did we not get into that sweepstakes? Holy shit! Oh, because you that's know why? more because that's they... more upsetting than Drew Holiday. Bodon is way has a much better potential because
1: because Danny probably had to give up something. And he probably would have lost the trade. <gasps> oh no, Drew. Th- th- Danny Ainge losing a trade or paying more than he has to to get a player, oh. Well, I
2: guess in, in so if we were in the shoes of Milwaukee, now put on your Milwaukee fan hat and let's assume that they they bring these picks to make pretty much Giannis happy, right? And to be a contender, a better contender, which I think they are. What happens that he doesn't sign and does he wants to leave now? They're fucked. Like Milwaukee's got no future, none. And then well, Milwaukee will and now, do it, now do Giannis is gone. That, that team is going to be a dumpster fire in three years. So that's why I don't, you're banking it
1: all on Giannis staying. And that's, but again, you make him happy. Again, that's the whole, that the NBA may, for, 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 for all the, the, the talk it has with Cleveland and the warriors. And for that four year stretch where they met four straight years in the finals, um, that didn't do anything for parity in the league, but you know, that's the name of the game is you kind of get one option one year to win a championship. You load up for that one year because realistically the players control that league more than the owners do. And, and you saw a little bit of it during the bubble and during all the, um, um, you know, protests with black lives matter mm-hmm. and all that stuff is the, the players control the league more than people give them credit for. So, you know, and you saw it with, Oh, you saw it with golden state. You saw it with Los Angeles. You saw it with Cleveland, the player, and even Miami, the players will talk to each other and be like, okay, I'm going to go here. I'm going to sign the max deal for two years with the option to come back. I, if you want, why don't you come join me? You can get the veteran minimum for the time being and then we'll swap it next year. Like they'll work out contracts between each other before and then basically tell like the ownership being like, oh, I'll come but you have to sign him to a veteran minimum or you have to give him this amount of money to get me to come along too. The players will build the super team more than the team will build it. And you saw that with Irving. Irving and Durant were a package deal. They said that the second they were both supposed to enter free agents at the same oh, time. Yeah. Same with Kawhi Irving and goes.
2: Yeah. Kawhi and jo- uh Leonard and George were kind of the same thing to go to the Clippers.
1: Exactly. So, you know, you're saying, you know, what would they do? Are, are, are you telling me that Giannis in the next year or so is not going to be talking to other players being like, Hey, I'm going to sign a one in one with Milwaukee to do it again. See if we can do because I like next year's season is going to be still up in the air. And I think next year's offseason is still going to be shaky from the, the, the remnants of of COVID and what's going on with this. So the market still might not be there for some of these players. So they might stay and be like, I- I'll give Milwaukee another, another year. I'll do another one in one deal, you know, one year then I have player option to come back because that's the stars contract now is the one in one deal until he gets the contract he wants. So Giannis would be like, okay yeah i'll do it one more year in milwaukee or i'll do one year in toronto or i'll do one year in los angeles or in houston or wherever they want to miami he'll do the one and one there because that's that's the contract now for the superstars mm-hmm. and then when they find the team they want at that point in time they'll sign the four-year deal like lebron did and like jimmy butler did and like Kawhi did like then that then those are the years though you guys sign those contracts so they'll players will jump around for that one one off championship. You think Kawhi now that he's an NBA championship and finals MVP, his price tag went up. All Giannis has to do is go to a team that's going to be right on the cusp, right on the cusp for one year, push him over the way, get that championship. And then his rates go higher because I won a championship. Mm-hmm. And then that monkey's off your back. And then you can go play for fucking Mooseball State for all I care, because he's still <laughs> going to get thirty five million dollars a year.
2: Oh, S- Supermax. He's he's the superstar of the NBA Once his con- so. when that free agency comes around. And that's what a lot of people are preparing to do. They still think they have a chance. Miami, Dallas. I mean, they're just holding cap space. And that's why there's a lot of teams that don't have a great market for the Celtics to make these trades. Because everyone's waiting to see what Giannis is going to do. Because that is way more important than Gordon Hayward or Marcus Smart or any of this now stuff like oh yeah 100%. everyone's kind of preparing their sketch their 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 rosters to have a shot at the honest sweepstakes which he could stay or, or he can go i mean I, i'd much rather him stay <laughs> but you know just because make keep them relevant for the next 10 years but why not i don't i don't see him le- going to the west
1: coast but maybe i mean i don't know well let's see how much anthony davis signs for and see if he signs a long-term deal with Los Angeles.
2: No, oh, yeah, I think you're you're kind of on the same. It's going to be a low, low three-year year-to-year minimum. Or uh, you know, I think it's going to
1: be one. I think I think Davis is going to sign a one-for one-for-one. See if he can win another championship and then be do the late. whole LeBron the LeBron thing.
2: Yep, because LeBron's that way for the next for the rest of his career. He's been that way for the last four years. It's yeah, he signed three. a four-year
1: deal with Los Angeles. He has two more years left in his contract. You don't think after he's done with Los Angeles, he's going to be like, I want to go back to. Know, whatever, like who knows, he might stay in Los Angeles for the rest of his career, but you know, I, I, I think I so.
2: I think he's because he lives there, his kids are from there. I mean, unless his kid gets recruited company. to go somewhere else, yeah, I, I have a feeling he's he's there, he's gonna retire there, um, and just do you know, and just keep having god, I hate the Lakers. Keep they're just gonna keep getting these ta- like when contracts are up, and they're like, oh, come on over here, we already got Davis. But the problem is, you're not getting a super max guy, they don't have the money to do that. They don't need to.
1: They get, it's a superstar-driven league. You get three superstars there and a bunch of role players, you can win a championship. They
2: already did with two. So, to be honest with you, they don't, they don't need much. And I think they their, their pickup with Dennis Schroeder made that team a hell of a lot better. Rondo is probably going to go to the Clippers because he's probably out. And Schroeder is going to be either their starting or coming off the bench point guard. And it's going to be good. It's going to be good for them. I mean... But again, you know, Golden State, they're going to be a juggernaut. That's going to be an interesting pick. They got pick number two, um, which is going to help for their future. Because uh, I don't see, I don't like, I know we talk about this a lot. And I think I got them locked down for a little bit. But do you ever see Seth Curry leaving? I just don't. There's a lot of players where I'm like, I just don't see that happening. But for some reason, Tatum and Tatum and Boston, Giannis and Milwaukee are like the two that I'm like, uh oh. Because who's to say that? Giannis and, and, and Tatum don't figure. They're the few; those two guys putting on a team would be fucking phenomenal. And they're the both really young to make that happen for the next ten years of their careers. Everyone else that we kind of oh, named yeah. are kind of uh, not on the back nine, but they're making the turn. You know, there's a lot of you know. Once you're thirty, you're kind of making the turn at that point. Supposedly, Oh,
1: 100 percent.
2: So there's there's still a so, lot of guys like that, you know, that are still kind of floating around. Like Seth Curry, he ain't a spring chicken anymore. So
1: nope, but can still shoot that three ball. But anyway, with this being our last episode before the holidays come crashing down upon us, um, we want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Yeah, gobble gobble. Um, we we do we do have a show next week. It is Thanksgiving, so we're yep. not recording. Um, so this is our Thanksgiving spectacular.
2: Yeah, we'll be um, off for a couple weeks and come back with a. Uh... Some great shows, NBA preview yeah, sometime one. in December, right?
1: Yeah, we got. We, we'll have a live show in December for our NBA preview. We'll have some special guests on that yeah. one. Um, but with that, Jay, what is um, for Thanksgiving? I know this Thanksgiving is going to be an odd Thanksgiving because I think last year we did it at you know Pete and Mars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no, were no were you there or were your par- Were your parents up?
2: Uh, I th- my parents were up for um, Christmas. Christmas, yeah. So okay for Thanksgiving. I don't even Do know we, anymore. I guess I, we went over there maybe just for
1: dessert. I think you guys, yeah, because I, I, I thought I thought your parents were up. That's why, because I remember you. I think you guys, yeah, I think out. we went over to
2: Jackie's dad's.
1: I think, oh, and yeah,
2: then we and then, we and then we and then we try to scoot over for like second meal or or, yeah, or dessert or something. Or it was switched. I don't. It was a long time ago. <laughs> so, yeah. basically. um. But anyway, uh yeah, this year kind of different. Uh we've already talked to Pete and, and Mar and I I that that's not happening. That's that's for sure. We're staying home. So it's just going to be our family unit, four people. Uh, and that's it. So I think we're doing Zoom calls all day and and eating at some point and watching football and it's not even going to feel like anything. You know, the you biggest feel like a normal Thursday. Yeah, but the big <laughs> normal Thursday uh, not in work. But the biggest thing And, uh, that, uh, I've been experiencing and I've been kind of telling you, I've been taking this medicine for my PKU. I haven't been able to eat meat. Uh, I don't want to go through the whole diatribe right now, but all my life I've never had Turkey. I've never eaten meat, but, uh, over the last month or two, my, my medicine has been responding. Uh, I've been dabbling in other foods, chicken. Uh, I had ground beef the other day. All for the first time. So I'm experiencing all these great foods all for the first time. Jackie's being a knockout cook, doing a lot of different things. A lot of good takeout, a lot of different options. Anyway, so this is going to be the first Thanksgiving. I get to try turkey. So I've never had it before. So this Thanksgiving is very special to me. I get to enjoy a nice meal and get to eat whatever's on the table and not have to pick and choose and make special things. And so I'm excited for that. So that that is something that is going to make this year super special for me. Uh, even though i'm at home and not around family which is sad but at the same time i get to eat turkey this is pretty awesome i'm pretty excited about it
1: yeah yeah for me here we're like i said i i was trying to pro uh dad and mar to do rent some burner some uh he, outside heaters and uh do it outside You know, get a little fire going you know a little fire pit and get the 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 propane heaters out there and just do it outside uh in the tent or like you know open air like the pilgrims did in massachusetts oh so many years ago uh and they were like yeah no uh no he and you know we've already come to grips we're probably not seeing any of you guys until probably the spring uh the way everything's trending um i think that was a conversation with my dad being like i'll meet you to give you diapers but that's about the extent of my interaction with you i was like okay um but yeah, same here. Like we, we really don't know what we're doing. Uh, I got a free turkey from my grocery store, so I'm looking forward to go picking that up this weekend. Sweet. Um, I'm gonna try something different. I'm gonna try to do like a a brine, like I'm gonna do the salt water uh, brine cool. uh, for like three day thing. Uh, I can't take credit for that. I saw it in Bob's Burgers, and I was like, "Ooh, that sounds good." And so I've been <laughs> doing like research on it. Uh, you know, again, it's you're right. It's gonna be weird. You know, we're we're, we're not gonna be really doing anything major. You know, Harrison might have turkey for the first time and some, you know, some of the sides um, that, you know, is not in liquid form. Uh, last year, he was still, you know, on bottle and mm-hmm. you know milk. So uh, this is definitely going to be a little bit of a change for him. But we don't know if we'll have the other boys. It's a Thursday. We don't we don't, we don't have the boys on Thanksgiving anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, they normally do something with, with their parent, with his with their father and that side of the family. So uh you know it's just more of i i have the wednesday off before thanksgiving i got to work the friday afterwards for the first time in like four years i have to work on black friday um but my boss was like that's no one knows we're open so it's gonna be a light day to begin with um and then dude it's it's like i've already started Christmas shopping man it's just it is like non oh. it just we got like We're, like, doing the list. We're doing the budget. We're like, what are we doing? You know, what do we do for a tree? Because Harrison is very grabby.
2: Yeah, Jackie's
1: talked about that. I
2: think this year she's really trying to push the artificial tree, um, which is so funny because I told her, I was like, I went from all natural cutting down my own tree to now artificial. Like, wow, two different extremes. But she's like, no, it's just temporary. Once the kids get older, we'll go back to cutting down our own tree. So I'm like, "Uh, all right. And then I started looking at prices. For, like nice ones, I'm like, oh,
1: these are these are pretty, pretty expensive just for but they're pretty, they're they're stupidly nice. Like, that's yeah. the sad part. You're looking at I am mean, being like, I think the one that like Pete and Mar have is like, I don't, I, I think they spent like $300 on it, and it's a gorgeous mm. tree. we yeah. have we have a fake tree, we've had a fake tree the last three years. Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate fake trees. Like, I like, I'm with you, go, go cut it down. It's just the smell in the apartment, it just makes it smell she's like light a candle go to Yankee candle buy a candle light it and i was like oh jesus um i guess but yeah for, yeah basically but like this year you know we we have a tree in storage which ends like i don't like we don't have a good spot to put it with that's not in range of harrison so we have a little pen that we have a up, and we have a corner that like if we angle the wall of the pen correctly he can't get there, so we're like thinking of buying. Well, why buy a new artificial tree? And it's the the thin tree, like the narrow tree that's like seven feet tall, but like it's thin as a pencil, um, so, as a tree. Because at least that way he, he can't reach it as good, and it's not going to be as we can't hang as much stuff on it, which he would be enticed to you know like pull down. So, um, but yeah, we'll do all that stuff a Black Friday that weekend, um. Just because I am the big, if there's anything goes up Christmas before Thanksgiving, I lose my shit. Like, there's a <laughs> holiday in between it. Like, come on.
2: Yeah, so, so yeah, I think uh, Jackie's already got some things planned out for that uh, Black Friday event. I think the internet's just gonna break, you know, like,
1: because oh my god, not a lot. <laughs> I know the Target by us. The internet just gonna fail has no that day. Hours. <laughs> So yeah. Yeah, nowhere I know is doing anything special. Like, I think everything's been, like, over weeks and a couple weeks or they're doing all these deals. Mm-hmm. But I think the target by us is opening normal time. The weird thing about moving to New York was a lot of their stuff's open on freaking Thanksgiving. And I never knew that because New York, Massachusetts, is a blue law state, which, if you don't know what a blue law state is, that means they're closed on holidays. Uh, they're closed on Thanksgiving. Um, So uh, I never knew that. I, so everybody waiting up at, mm. you know, going shopping at, 10 o'clock at night on Thanksgiving, that was never a thing for me because I was like, none of the stores are open. Like that was never an appeal to me. Sure. So I've never, I've never done the black Friday shopping. This was never like I go, I go shopping on black Friday because that's some good deals, but I don't get up at like the ass crack of dawn and go wait in line and deal with the madness. Like, no, I go later in the day. Like, Oh, look, they still got one of those. I'll take that. Like, great. Awesome. And then I start hunting for stuff, but you know, this year the boys gave us lists. They all gave us lists except for Harrison. I don't
0: know how <laughs> No, he Harrison.
1: didn't. <laughs> no. Um, carpet Fuzz. He likes to keep putting Carpet Fuzz in his mouth. There you go. That's what he loves. So he needs a toothbrush. Uh, but like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, so Logan wants like an electric bass. Oh, cool. So we're, he plays the upright bass for orchestra. Yeah. So he wants an electric bass. We were going to buy him an electric bass last year because we figured he'd want one. And he said he didn't want one last year. So you know, now like he wants one this year. Like stand-up or like a bass? A guitar. guitar. Like, a, guitar. Like, okay. like a guitar. Cool. And it's just like like we had a line in one last year. <laughs> now it's like trying to find anything is yeah. tough because everybody's been home for eight months. So it's like, what are we doing now? So. Yeah. You know, and Wes actually this year has been really good. He's like, I want kinetic sand. I want these like magnet things that you can build houses with. Magnet tiles. And oh, God. Yeah. We have. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Um, And so like he's been good. He likes like the simple board games, the silly board games that you can buy. So that's been easy. And so that's what we're going to be looking out for. But well, the good Thanksgiving. Uh,
2: the, the good news for the Christmas and how, how we've tried to do this for the younger ones is just let everybody else go nuts and then we just kind of focus four or five and that's like we don't over try to do it or anything no we're this year we're the same thing we we and we just say go ahead you you guys spoil them yeah you guys get all the stuff you know like i told because it's better for them to see it coming from you you know and not you know you know in my opinion
1: so (laughs) and we'll go into this like i said we'll we'll have a we'll we'll have a holiday episode sure probably the week of christmas um And, but like, same here, we, we, I looked at Jen and I was like, Hey, how do you want to do Christmas this year? And she goes, and her philosophy has always been the same. You, Santa doesn't bring the big gift. He never does. Like it's because, you know, I, I, and I, and I agree with her and it's very much in that same boat where that puts a lot of pressure on a parent, you know, to, you know, for that big gift to come from the, the fat man. Um, so we're very mindful of what comes from santa and what comes from us so like a couple years ago logan got the switch the nintendo switch and that came from me and jen that didn't come from santa that didn't, it came from me and jen and like we've already talked about already gifts that are going to come from where and we've already made established like you know they'll each get like one or two gifts from santa and that's it and then they'll get like three or four gifts from us and that's it like mm-hmm. if we're if we're getting more than if they're getting more than 10 gifts each from us and from Santa, then something's wrong. We did yeah, something right. wrong, um you know. And then like same thing. I'm gonna let my dad and Marielle spoil Harrison. Same thing with my, you know, my mom and stepdad. Don't yeah, right. Them like, if you guys want to buy them, here's their list. Go to town. Yeah, and the right. like, well, what do you want? I'm like, I want a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, that you, you really know what I want? I want like a night like to sleep. Uh, <sighs> um, because Harrison's been up. At 4 a.m. for the last like couple nights in a row. Nice. So me and Jen have been up since 4 a.m. So I would I would love a babysitter. Um, I was like because they're like, well, why do you get a date night? Go where? Where can I go on a date? Mm-hmm. My date is the couch in like sweatpants. That is the ro- most as a romantic I get. That that was how romantic our anniversary was this year. Was I gave her a gift and we got takeout and we sat on the couch and watched a movie while Harrison slept. Like, unfortunately during the movie, <laughs> yeah. but you know, yeah, there was like, what do you want? I'm like, Jen, Jen wants an air fryer this year. So I think I might. Ooh. Oh yeah. And Jen's like, what do you want? I'm like, you can't afford anything that I want. Not. <laughs> she goes, what do you want? I'm like, I want the Ecto, the the, the $200 Lego Ecto set. She <laughs> goes, okay. Yeah. I'm not getting that for you. I said, okay, great. And she goes, well, what about that hockey jersey you want? I said, yeah, those are $200 as well. She goes, I'm not getting you that then. She <laughs> like, didn't want a Tom Brady. Bucksters, I was like, yeah. She goes, How much are those? I'm like 150. She goes, I'm not getting you that. So I'm like, Yeah, I guess nothing. <laughs> I'm getting nothing. Yeah. Get nothing. Save, yeah. save it up for my birthday.
2: Yeah. I think for, for me, well, I, yeah, we'll get into this more, but I'm like, I don't, I, I'm at the point. I'm set. I'm good.
1: Yeah. You know, type of thing. If you want to surprise me with a PlayStation 5, go for it. But yeah. like, I'm not expecting. I'm expecting to wake up, make a cup of coffee and see my kids open gifts like that is where my mindset is moving forward. So,
2: yeah, I I told Jackie "I was like, why don't you I was like, I want to get a book and I want to have our own book club (laughs) and we can. So we have other banter uh, other than just watching TV or whatever. We're going to get the same book. We're going to read it and we're going to talk about it. Like a pod, but at home. <laughs> you know, just be like, here, let's just talk. Cause it's hey, like you hey you TVs. guys could
1: do it as a podcast. You Dead. guys could I I'll <laughs> set you up. I'll hook you up.
2: So you could do, nah, you just, you can do you the, know, the
1: the Marquat book club. Yeah.
2: NBC. We're, we're gonna read a book and and try to figure out like not not in just like a nonfiction, just a fun book that we you know see on the bestseller and just kind of go with it and uh that's my my thought she's like oh that's kind of a good idea i was like all right i'm gonna get you the same book you get me the same book we'll read it we'll figure out doing a little at home book club the marquardt book club
1: where we can just the best thing man i got a kindle it's like the best thing oh yeah yeah jackie jackie's
2: got a kindle so um no but i i really want to i want to go old school because i just want to get into get away from the TV at night and sit yeah, in the bed and I want to, I want to get, get old is pretty much what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of done with technology <laughs> after yeah,
0: o'clock.
1: Yeah. For me, it's turned very much into being home. You know, again, I think, I think being locked down as long as we have, um, it's kind of rearranged my priorities on what I want to do. Um, you know, you know, and I've been very vocal with my family about getting off the phone and getting off, the laptops and tablets and being Mm -hmm. like, guys, just go play, go play outside. Like go play a board game, read a book, do something like get off technology. Uh, And, you know, and a lot of that comes from us as parents um, showing like we can put our phone down as well. So I've been, I I do my best to kind of put my phone down as often as possible. Listen to more podcasts. So, you know, even through my watch or the phone, but have my phone in another room and use my AirPods as the um way of listening to it but um but yeah no i'm with you man like i said i got ready player two the sequel to ready player one comes out this month which i'm very excited to read um i got that i want to read the dynasty uh the patriots book yep uh as, as well as the there's another one called the six rings six rings and counting book that came out as well um, I think that that was done by a local a local New England author, so I, I want to read that as well. Nice. So there's books out there I kind of want to read and kind of start doing. It. I've been wandering around Barnes and Noble more and more and being looking for something that kind of piques my interest. Yeah, I was reading for a while. 1776 is a book that's always been on my wish list. Oh, it's yeah. literally just about, <laughs> literally about yeah. But it's an awesome <laughs> book. It, I I read it during the summer. I read a big chunk of it. It's just it's just a really good book, and it kind of puts in perspective because all that crap happened here in Boston and New York city and that whole timetable. And that's my time. I love, but anyway, I'm doing yeah, right. But yeah, no, for, for me, that's what I'm looking forward to is putting the fake fire on the TV and letting the kids open the presents and me have a cup of, you know, strong cup of coffee because that's, those will be two long days.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm sure. All right. Well, let's end it here. Have a very happy and safe Thanksgiving, whatever you do.
1: Safe. Be safe. Yeah. If you don't need to go out, don't.
2: Yeah. So, like I said, you... no show next week. We're going to kick this thing off maybe first week of December. And we have an NBA preview show mid-December with some guests. Uh, yeah, that show will be
1: live on the 13th of December. Nice. That Saturday, Sunday night at 9, 8, 9 p.m. We'll yeah. have me, Jay, your buddy's going to be on it. Yeah, as well as. Yeah. Corey and my buddy pj from the loudest sports show on the network as well he's gonna be joining us to discuss it excellent um but like i said next time we come in we're gonna start talking some holiday stuff you'll we'll have some drafts uh we're gonna be in the final leg of the nba and nfl season we're gonna be in the home stretch yeah and uh we'll kind of go from there but within that mind with the holidays right around the corner jay what is a fantastic gift to get a loved one this year
2: Yes, I'm definitely going to be shopping there myself. Deadly Grounds Coffee, GetDeadly.com. Get there, go on the site, take a look at what they got. Tons of great flavors. I'm sure they have some holiday stuff that's, if not already out, it will be coming out. I see promo codes kind of popped up on me not too long ago. Follow them on Instagram, so you should do that. Um, but yeah, no, get
1: GetDeadly, GetDeadly.com. GetDaily.com. that is right. So check out this site. Also check out thedorkening.com for all your podcast needs. They have over 30 shows, ranging from topics from horror to sports, to pop culture, to book clubs, to celebrity interviews. Check it out. Uh thedorkening.com. With that, everybody, you have a safe, sound, and healthy and fun Thanksgiving. And if you go out, man, wear a freaking mask. Talk to you guys later. Yep.
0: Peace
2: out.
1: Peace out.